Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, Francis, let you head down and sing to me because we've got a very good time to see are you ready for it are you ready for it are you ready for it francis what's that that was a little musical number sorry, i was just responding to an email it's a, <laughs> sorry man it's so funny you know we had i had we had spencer on the podcast last episode uh, yeah why do you always why do you always try and organize Podcasts with Spencer when I'm not. No, I wanted you to be there, man. It no, wasn't... you didn't. You didn't. You said, "Oh, I'm doing a podcast with Spencer tomorrow." Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you felt left out. Well, listen, well, you'll love this because I. You just want to. You just want to keep Spencer all to yourself. No, I don't. I want to keep myself. I just thought it was funny. Do because... you realize if we're all in the same room, he'll he'll ditch you, and then we'll just hang out all the time with his baby. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, he and would. you wouldn't do that to me. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he told me though. He told me that he um. He's ha, has an audition for it for for a stage show. <laughs> really? And I said, "What is?" It? And he wouldn't tell me. So I'm I'm convinced it's Panto. Oh, uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to see Spencer as Panto as the Sugar Plum Fairy. No, or, or would he be the the um? Uh, would you think he'd be the villain? He'd want to be the villain. He'd want to be the villain. Hey, yeah. you know. Also, before we start the podcast, say hey, we got to give, give a big shout out to all of our listeners. You guys freaking rock! Thank you so much for tuning in every single day to Private Parts. And thank you, especially to all of those people who have given us such lovely reviews on on iTunes. Do you know we've had over <coughs> one thousand three hundred reviews, and we still have five stars. You know what that means? That we're five stars. Law of averages. Do you know what that means? We're five stars. Yeah. Actually, that I mean, one thousand whatever, however many people there were, can't lie, can they? They can't lie, can they? Actually, like they can, but they they're not. I just really just love you guys. You guys are freaking great. Hey, also, if you want to follow us on Instagram, follow Francis Paul, Jamie Lang, and that private podcast. It'd be great for all of those people to check us <coughs> in on us, leave us comments, leave reviews. Is anything you want to change about Jamie, his appearance, his, his uh, you know, his just general persona? He's yeah. open to change. And we also want, you know, we want suggestions of what you like and what you don't like on the podcast. So email us, contact at privatepartspodcast.com. Yeah, that's it. You, you got it right. I got it right. Hey, do you know who we have on today, by the way? Um, no, who? <laughs> you don't know who it is? Well, we, we do know who it is because we've already done it. Oh, uh, Tim Allen, Home Improvement. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I loved Home Improvement and Toy Story. It's so great. It's not. That's Woody Allen. What? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? How many? How many Allens do you know? Tom, uh, Tim Allen, Woody Allen, a Paul Allen, <laughs> Paul Allen, um, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. 
Um, uh, Smith Adam. <laughs> oh, that was his. Well, we don't have any of those guys on today. Who we have on today is Tom Allen. Yes, Tom Allen from Bake Off, Extra Slice. Tom Allen from Bake Off, The Professionals. Tom Allen, the comedian. Tom Allen from so many different things. He is. He's just such. He's first. He dresses. He's a utility player. <laughs> he's, he's. You put anywhere you want to put him on TV. Stage and he makes it good. He'll make it, he'll make it funny. He'll I think, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction here. Okay. I think he's gonna be the next big thing. I say that as well. I really do. I think he's gonna. I, I think know. I just stole your prediction. You though, did. You yeah. stole it. I think he's gonna. But be I the predicted next big it thing. first. Now on live on <laughs> live podcast. You just yeah. told everyone that I predicted it first. No, but they they heard it from me first. So <laughs> if they shut up, they turn off the podcast right after I said it, they'll think I predicted it. Okay. But I predicted a lot of things. And uh, one of them was the success of Lana Del Rey before anyone knew who she was. She had 3,000 followers on Twitter and I told everyone, you should listen to this girl, she's amazing. And then... Um, That's the most random... And then, no, and, then, and, then, and then Billie Eilish, uh, who... who oh, or, yeah, yeah no, Billie I Eilish, like I went to see her first ever gig, ever, ever. She's huge now. She, and she's fucking massive now. She's got like millions and millions of followers. And I, and, and I, and I met her and stuff and we, I was saying, yeah, I think you're going to be huge. Did she go, hey, Francis, yeah. I love you. Yeah, and then we, we, we were chatting and I said, yeah, look, I predicted Lana Del Rey's success. I can pre- predicting yours, you're going to be huge. And you, now, said, you said, listen, come join my production company. I've, I've made Lana Del Rey big. I can make you even bigger. And you know who else I think is going to be huge? Uh, is, is a new singer called Freya Ridings, who I think is going to be massive. We know Freya Ridings. Yeah. She's already quite big. Well, yeah, she's going to be bigger though. <laughs> she's already a big time singer. Yeah, I know, but I, I've been saying this for a long time. Do you know who I think is going to be really big? Lionel Richie. <laughs> I think if you haven't heard him yet, I reckon he is, he's got a big career ahead of him. Yeah, he's, he, he's going to do another movie <laughs> and work with Vinnie Jones. That's a, that's a little joke you'll find out if you listen to the podcast with the lovely Tom Allen. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here's Tom Allen on Private Parts. Enjoy. And uh, maybe... We should get Freya Ridings on the podcast. Okay, Freya Ridings as well, but let's just, for the moment, we have Tom Allen, so let's just intro that nicely. Maybe, who else could we get? No, Francis. I, we, maybe Billie Eilish. Let, let's just focus on today's guest. All right, I'm going to make some s- more predictions. No, I'm going to smoothly go into it. What's that? What do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> That's so <laughs> weird how you always say that. Creepy. I thought you, I mean, that is really dodgy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Smoothly go into, <laughs> you're going to smoothly go into Tom Allen. <laughs> I bet you are. Tom, if you're listening, I apologise. You are the best person in the world. Hey, Tom, hope you enjoy. Why are you apologising? <laughs> I don't know. You made me freak out because I said I was smoothly. Why are you apologising? Let's just get into the podcast, Francis. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Tom Allen. It's exciting, isn't it? Super exciting. Like I could tell when you when you walked into the room, I d- I felt excitement. Yeah, that's a nice thing to say. Yeah, but it, not just I I'm always, it's two things. So I felt you were immensely excited. I am excited. And then I and I was also excited to have you on. And then Francis came in, and Francis is just always excited. Yeah, I loved Home Improvement. It's a great program. Yeah. that I was excellent. Were in. you were you were you annoyed when they ended it? Very annoyed. It was yeah. a huge source of uh, revenue for me yeah. and millions of dollars. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. What was this? That's why I looked at my other uh, Wikipedia page with <laughs> one letter different. Oh, uh, Tim Allen. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on. I did. Jason, are we recording this? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. It doesn't. I'm not going to say anything salacious. I don't know why I need to ask that. Um, you just. Uh, <laughs> you'll never guess. You'll never guess. Okay, I'm going to tell you about no. Um, I um, 
I was on Absolute Radio, and they they put up that I was on that I was on, and people were commenting underneath. Oh my god, I love uh, Toy Story, <laughs> and I love. Oh my god, I can't believe you've got Tim Allen coming on. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they the look of disappointment on their face <laughs> it was well, like, audible. It was like it was like waves. that. Um, it was like that interview that whoever who gave that interview when. Um, he's, he was talking. He was talking to Samuel L. Jackson, and he went, "Oh God, I just I, I love you in the Matrix." And Samuel L. Jackson went, "I wasn't in the Matrix." Oh, he goes, "Yeah, you were. You, you were Morpheus." Oh my God! <laughs> oh, but also like to not let it go yeah. as well to be like, "No, no, I know." <laughs> Can you imagine the audacity? As if he would lie about that he wasn't in the Matrix. But it's also it's also that amazing story which uh, why Scarlett Moffat got Gogglebox, which is where. She was like with her family watching, and they showed her. They showed her a picture, and they they were going. She was going on going. God, I just really love the way he makes his rice. Um, I just like the way he cooks it. I mean, I just love him. I've eaten his rice all my years, and they were all laughing. She's like, well, I don't understand why they're laughing so much. She went, I don't understand why it's Uncle Ben. I don't understand Uncle Ben's rice. Why are you laughing? They went, it's not. It's Nelson Mandela. <laughs> oh good lord! Oh good lord! <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate sort of details of our lives. I am so, do you know, I'm so excited today. Oh. Yeah, do you know what, because we've got Tom Allen on, and Tom, you you are my yes. comedian oh. of, of the moment. I, oh, that's nice. Of the yeah. moment? Well, I don't know, is it, can you that's say that? It's a bit fickle. Is that, is that It's a fickle, fickle world, yeah. it's a fickle world out who's, there. Who's going to be your next comedian? I moment? don't know, maybe, maybe. We haven't met, they haven't, they don't have been born yeah. yet. <laughs> I don't know, it could change. But you are honestly, I can't tell you how much you make me laugh. Oh, that's a huge pressure to start this with. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You're that's the funniest comedian that... in the world. <laughs> wow. But it, but thank it, you. But it is one of those things, right? So, you know, and you know this, with like, you know, you've been, hey, you've been in the comedy circuit a while. I've been in the circuit a while. You've been I've circulating been around. I've for, been f- for t- four years or? <laughs> 14 years, four actually. Years. Oh, 14 years. <laughs> okay, 14 years. <laughs> Why are you saying four years? I thought you looked about 26. Was... Bless you for that. <laughs> but, Bless you for that. But it is, because you're also one of these, because uh, you're actually... Funny, though, as well. Do you know what I mean? Which that's where, a good. That's a good starting as point. As well, as well as just calling myself a comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing. Just, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a comedian. He doesn't seem to do anything fun. <laughs> no, he's a comedian. Says <laughs> <laughs> so on Wikipedia. He must be. But but you are. You're like you're so funny, and also because you meet comedians who are. Because I, I I spoke to someone once who said. The way you describe a comedian is a comedian is if you put someone in the room, mm. someone says something, they will leave the room and go, God, I wish I'd said that. Oh. And, th- and that's, how he's, that's how he described comedians. And I thought, well, I don't know if that's true. Cause you're, Who said that? It's some comedian. Some, <laughs> one of the comedians on Wikipedia. One Who's of the, just stealing other, other people's <laughs> material. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the comedians. But, it, but it's true. But you are. Oh, you, but you really are. a lovely way to, yeah, you're, to you're, you're, you're I Tom, like it here. Tom Allen, you are off the cuff funny. Which is and for somebody who wears a lot of cuffs, that's a very kind thing to say. <laughs> but this is so. But you know, it's one of those things. Do you not get that the whole time being a comedian that people kind of go, "God, be funny, be funny." Not so much that, but you have that pressure well, of being funny. Well, I suppose so. Go on. Or 
because they know you're a comedian, they just laugh at everything you say, thinking it's funny. Maybe there's that, but I can't get that up in my head. <laughs> then I won't go that anywhere. That was hilarious. Uh, I think there is an air of like some people are, like if you're very confident, which yeah. I'm not actually particularly confident. I wouldn't have said. Uh, and in fact, I think being being a comedian is more about being unconfident. But um, having yeah, sometimes I think people, will. particularly if you go to America, mm. people are like oh my god, like they just they go, go with it. Yeah, I can't work out his English or funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind. Hey. And I guess it suits all of us, really. Yeah. But you but know. also but also with you, Tom. You know, Gary. Because the interesting thing that you get asked is that you, the thing is you get asked the same questions always. You know, you, you mm. went to school with Rob Beckett. Oh yes, people like to talk about. They that. They love to talk about yeah. that. Were you friends or? He's actually a couple of years younger than me. Oh, no one so, believes so it. So you bullied him. So I bullied him mercilessly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. But do you think do you think you went into comedy and things like that and performance? Because you went to National Youth. Theater. I was involved in National Youth Theatre. That's good research, Jamie. Is it that? Is it? No, I don't know. I, I, I just knew that. How did I know that? How did you know that? I you trained with the National Youth Theatre. Well, that's, I mean, it's not an official training, but I was involved with them. Yeah. Mm. I never went to somewhere where you lie on the floor and do like vocal, like, blah, 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 Isn't that what you, you did? Did you, did did you go not, to drama no, school? He did interpretive Jamie? dance. Did you? I, I, did, I did. Oh, I love dance. I really hated it, actually. I went to Leeds University and studied theatre and performance. Oh. Yeah. But we didn't lie on the ground. But my sister, my sister went to Guildhall and RADA. Oh, she and did both. She did. So she did RADA. Greedy with her <laughs> and active you, and training. You kind, of, you kind of trained vicariously through her, didn't you? <laughs> did you? She just used yeah. to bring home the exercises. I said, just tell me what they've been saying. Because, <laughs> and look. then I'm going to go on a maiden Chelsea and <laughs> put it all into action. <laughs> But they do do yeah. these things where they. So my sister had to be an animal for a day. Oh yeah, all of that. What I mean, so the idea of me telling there, my yeah. the idea of me telling my parents like, what did you do today? And me being like, well, I was a sloth. And they're like, yeah, bet you bloody well were. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the idea of that would have been. Like my dad's a coach driver, and I think you know it's difficult sometimes to kind of go. Yeah, well, sometimes you know we just um, you know sit on the sit on the floor and vibrate. Like would have been like so kind of. But this is the thing. This is the thing which I think, and you get asked this the whole time as well. Is that because of the way you dress and your accent and things like that? Mm, yes. People automatically think you're posh, and they, they do. Think, they think I'm posh, but I'm not proper posh like you guys. <laughs> you, think, well, I, you know, Jamie's all. the only proper posh one. I think you're <laughs> posh, but they do right, and they and so and where did so where did your kind of. Is it elocution? Where did your kind of accent oh, and kind of your, or have you always just spoken you like for this? Asking that, Professor Higgins. <laughs> I um, well, I don't know. Do you know what the thing is? So my my family are very ordinary. They're from South East London, really, mm-hmm. um, and um, and I went to a very ordinary school. But the trouble is, I sounded posh, and I don't know why. And I always always sounded posh from when I first started talking. So I was always a bit different, and I always sort of knew felt different. Anyway, I knew I was different. How did you feel different? I don't know, actually. You just felt and I different? I mean, I, I was attempted to be like, oh, it's about being gay. But I don't think it is. Because, <laughs> um, like, I, you know, I, I, it wasn't about... I wasn't gay when I was, like, five. Yeah. But at the same time, there are those stereotypes, like not being able to catch a ball, <laughs> being interested in musicals, <laughs> like being really drawn <laughs> to flamboyant characters on television just... in a way that, like, <laughs> you know, there's no explanation for it. Yeah. But... Somehow, I just like zoned in. Somebody described it as being like a dog whistle. Like yeah. somehow, as a child, you go, well, "There's these people out there. I know I relate to in this way. I don't understand why." But the idea of being five and being like, "Well, I, mum, I, I would really like this Noel Coward album, please." Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're walking around Woolworths in Bromley and I go like oh no I don't, I don't think you want that do you do you want that or like wanting to buy a blazer when you're six 
and all the other kids just walking around in like t-shirts and shorts. But why? What? What was? I don't know, but I can't explain it. But I just knew in my in my soul that I was different. I needed to express it in this well, way. There is that RuPaul um, uh, catchphrase, which is um, "We're all born naked, but and all the rest is drag." <laughs> and I kind of like, and I like that. Yeah, it's like I- we're all we're all kind of working out who we are and just sort of we express it in whatever way do you find that with any like biopic film is always like um there's always like a moment where they're like and then i decided and it's like you know like if it was a film about michael kane it would be like oh i walked past he's called morris micklewhite wasn't he you can imagine him just walking past like a cane and be like oh i guess i need to be an actor now yeah <laughs> and then the next thing he's in hollywood like they're always yeah, yeah. such like there's always that story lines there's always like, that moment it yeah is. they're always that one thing i think anybody's career anybody's life is always a series of like progression oh, sort of thought yeah, that yeah. and oh i didn't know about that and oh i wondered about that i think but the way films and and, and the way that like celebs tell their stories it makes i think most people be like oh my goodness my life is a mess like because i didn't just do one thing and it led to me being a massive star in hollywood or something yeah well, i think it's because people want to have that like dramatic moment right yeah i met this guy the other day who he actually does an amazing called change please where he gets people um off the streets gives them a job in his, his coffee shops and then gets them housing and things like that it's oh. called change please it's amazing there's wow. a coffee that you may sit around the place and we this is a talk last night doing and he was saying that he was on a bus in Taiwan or someone like that and so an American guy came on the bus and he didn't really want anyone to sit next to him so he tried to cover his seat and the American guy saw him came and sat next to him and he said you know come on his name's Harry come on Harry you need to change your life how did he know his name because they just posh people that just know each other <laughs> yeah, all the time they, yeah, they just, went to school Harry, together. Harry right <laughs> <laughs> Harry Harry right <laughs> but he didn't he sat next to him and he said you should do the the, the, the rocking chair thing which is <laughs> <What's that? laughs> yeah, the rocking chair motion where you should think about yourself in a rocking chair on your porch when you're 90 years old and think if your life has you done this and your life and uh, things like that and I, he was, I thought you just started rocking yeah I thought and in which case like, you definitely people won't come and sit next to you yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. section uh, <laughs> but he said do you think that's actually what uh, Sean um, who oh, what's his name who's the comedian who does does 8 out of 10 cats and things Sean like, Locke Sean mm. Locke says that if he does want anyone to sit next to him on a, on a plane or something like that he just sits down and pretends he's playing a, an imaginary uh, tuba just <laughs> <laughs> but this guy had this moment and he's like, like you know he said had this rocking chair moment where he wanted to be 90 years old thinking back on his life mm. and he thought have you done something to impress the world and impress yourself and, and all those kind of things and that was the moment Ooh. he goes right I'm going to go and do change please but I don't think I've I'm going to have that moment, that Michael Caine moment. Well, I think it's the Michael Caine moment now. I don't even know. Like, poor Michael Caine. Jamie's just really waiting for his Michael Caine <laughs> yeah, moment. Just, it, when I, are we going to have our Michael Caine moment? I'm walking every single day. I, I love lo- Michael Caine. We're walking yeah. back and forth past Caine shops. <laughs> I, just, I just love the idea of Tom walking past a blazer shop and looking and going, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Did, like, gentlemen's outfitters. Remember that? Um, they don't really exist now. I think they've all but gone that would sell, like, um, a tweed blazer and then maybe be a brassy button blazer and then a checkered shirt that would be like still in the packaging but like displayed at an angle in a <laughs> in a shop window that sometimes had like a sort of slightly yellow uh, did you ever have this where you lived maybe just like a yellowing sort of polythene sort of layer that they brought down to stop the clothes from fading I mean they were wonderful places I, I just I, so do you have that moment where you're walking past a shop window and you have like a suit and a shirt and, a, and, mm. a, and a, on a mannequin mm. and you step in the window and the shadow is, you know, you put your head on top of it and you go, that is, and it fits perfectly <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? And you sure. just, and you, but then the thing is, is right, so you said that you felt different and you knew that you were different mm. and it's the thing where you went, 
you going, okay, I'm I'm probably gay, but that's not why I'm different. I'm still just different. Is that what kind of happened? Yeah, I think it sort of transcended that. I think I just was different, and I, I felt very... I don't think I was particularly strong-willed, and I'm not particularly strong-willed now. Um, but I've, at that point, I was like, "No, I don't want to be. I don't want to be like the other kids. I don't want to be like the other boys. I'm not. I'm not going to go and play football. I'm not going to." And I felt very adamant that um, I was different, and I needed to just express it. I yeah, couldn't hide it. But, but that's a, like the last thing you want to be as a kid, right? Is to be the one that you you, you stand out. That you are. Everyone wants to fit in. So surely, well, I surely that have, was tricky, right? That alienated I, you, right? Well, I think you have a choice that you go. Well, I felt there was a choice where you go either like I'm different so I'm going to try and hide it or I'm different well I can I'm always going to be a little bit different I'm never going to mm. quite get this right so I'm also just run in the other direction and do that very strongly but be yeah. totally different that's well that's I, I think there is a choice I've, I've been to so many different schools in my life yeah, you? You know, Francis uh, felt different that's yeah, yeah. I know, no, and, and, no, and, and some, some places Francis or Francois Francis why did you call him Francois oh, it's my little pet name oh I see how yeah. embarrassing yeah have like, you been, I, I just took it on yeah. have you yeah. been calling him Francois I think I've called you Francois all the way <laughs> no, through no, this no, that's, I thought, I, that's a lovely name I love that you didn't you didn't correct him either you just went with it what people call me some, some of my family yeah. call me Francois Frankie but, but yeah, some you could, you're Franco, like Grace and Frankie Frank, you're yeah. the, the male Grace yeah. and Frankie yeah. you two Frank and Deck <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you no, know, uh, so no, so I've been to many different schools, uh, you know, in my life, and and I've kind of when it I seems like that's e- a story in itself, which we should come yeah. On so, to. so so we, we you know each yeah, one go I kind of got, I, got, I got this you know I was kind of like I was kind of like well what am I going to do at this school well maybe I'm just going to be really you know I'm going to try and fit in or I'm going to just be different or whatever or you know I, I'm going to be a nerd or I'm going to be a cool guy and play sports or whatever mm. so I wait to, hang on you, you went you were talking from a movie you had your Michael Caine moment you went to different school and thought do you know what for the next two years I am going to be a nerd yeah because <laughs> no, I knew that it wasn't yeah because I knew that I, if, so if I knew that I was moving you know somewhere else I'd kind of just try it use it like a test tube environment mm. that's why why did you move around uh, were you my, expelled a lot my, or were you no, in the military well I was expelled Couple of times, but my 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 uh, dad's business and my my mum and my my parents are both my father's uh, French American, my mum's American. So we okay. lived in America for a while, lived oh, in Paris for a while, okay. but mainly between Paris and France. Uh, oh wow, Paris! Well, yes, yeah, so Fontainebleau. Just that's it. But but oh. hang on, stop what you're doing because we've got a word from our sponsors. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Now back to the podcast. But Thompson, but you growing up, so you this different kid. You then got into like acting and things like that. Yeah, I like. I thought I wanted to be an actor, and then it turned out I was just gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's I what thought, happens. Is it? Amy, you want to be an actor, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and it turns out I was just gay. <laughs> Great news. Yeah. Great news. The um, I just felt like I don't know. I think. Well, I thought like that was the only place I could be like myself. I could be this kind of extravagant person who's out there who's able mm. to live a sort of creative life. Um, and then I got into acting, and I realised like a lot of people in acting are quite serious. Like mm. people take it very seriously. And God, for me, do. like I like stories, and I like people who tell a flamboyant story, and I like kind of big theatre that's very playful. But a lot of the time, like yeah. I mean, I mean, controversially, I don't, I don't. I mean, I've tried to watch Shakespeare. But I do not understand. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm the same. What he's saying, but it's true. And, and I think with acting, right, is that people just take it. Hold on, is there like clinking? Can someone hear oh, these glasses? <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Or, or it's the gro- ghost of Christmas <laughs> present <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. knocking at the door. But that's true. With like acting, right, you do get so many actors and people like that who they take it so seriously, oh, and it's no. like, oh my god. And, and like my sister's a, one of the not so much, but she takes it. And also, actors I find are. So, like, this doesn't happen in the comedy world, which I don't really think. And it's so nice. So, com- if you're in the comedy world, people are actually really happy for your success. They kind of help each other and they're friendly and all those kind of... And they're supportive, yeah. Yeah. right? In the acting world, they're literally like, well, they're shit acting. They're oh, shit- yeah, there's yeah. Lot- Well, there's a lot of competition because there are finite mm. roles, right? So, yeah. if, you, if someone looks like you... Uh, you know, and you're your friends. You deface you're, them. You're, you're, you're not friends. <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah. You cu- you cut their ankles. <laughs> if they, wait, if they look like you, you cut their ankles. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's you know they're they're Is that something you learned at one of your schools you were at. <laughs> no, no. My girlfriend's an actress. Not that she does that. You know, oh, not, she doing does well. Any is she doing well? I wonder how she got there. <laughs> Uh, but no, but she, bleeding yeah. ankles. But no, but I think I think cutting someone's ankles—that's no, oh, a, a horrible bony, thought. A bony, like part of the leg to cut yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're Achilles' also, heel. How do you get? Achilles, like, it's not just the Achilles' heel. The ankle, though. <laughs> also, how do you get down there? How do you go no, down? You don't do it yourself. You pay someone else to do it. <laughs> okay. So you pay. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. I heard. Wow. I was. Um, Talking to this guy who uh, he used to drive us. At, like to we used to do these things called personal appearances. Oh yeah, PA. Yeah, I've heard about PA. them. Oh god, I'm doing just... one now. Here, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I never get asked to do them. I think people didn't want me at their nightclub. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Do you think that's your demographic? I, I think, think he's wearing a blazer that <laughs> <Yeah>. does it. <laughs> also, so hot. And, like, you get you get the W's of sweat underneath. Yeah, it. people didn't want that in there. <laughs> take off, take off your jacket, <laughs> you idiot. Oh no, no, I, I don't think I could do that really. <laughs> <laughs> but he used to he used to drive and he was quite a um he was quite a weird guy like we there was one there was one time where he said he was obviously a crook this guy do you know you know who I'm talking I don't want to name I him hope he, I that? hope he enjoys listening to this but give me this a podcast. hint yeah he was he used to drive us to PAs and he was a big guy you must uh, remember well, anyway anyway yeah, anyway he was a crook and he said he was talking about, we talked about like people like gangs what they used to do and he said oh, oh there's God. this he then told me the story that there's like this gang that what they used to do is they used to get uh, barbed wire oh god <laughs> yeah they used to they used to put a pole up oh. your bum 
and then put feed barbed wire through yeah. it, then take the pole out and then rip the barbed wire out of your butt. Oh my goodness, very elaborate. <laughs> yeah, you know, he told me this story. That's creative thinking there. Yeah, and then and then he um he then we went to Essex and he said, Oh, we're gonna take you to my house. We went, Okay, and we oh. and he said, Oh, I don't have the key for it. And I went, All right. Uh, so can we, we go now. We, <laughs> climbed, we climbed the gate and got into the house. house. We got into the house. You were being set on a burglary. And the doorbell went. The door I swear to God this dude, the doorbell went and he went, um he went shh. I went. <laughs> I went. Someone's at the door, and he went. No, no, no. They, we, we can't tell them that we're here. And I went. It's your house, and he went. Yeah, yeah. But let's just, shh, just be quiet. Let's wait till they go. <laughs> I was in this house. So did you, did you, got you, in. you yeah, we got in. What did you steal? <laughs> we didn't steal anything. We just in a house. It was weird. That is terrifying, yeah. Jamie. Wait, terrifying. and and what, what was this a personal appearance? This <laughs> a personal appearance. In someone, a surprise someone party. Else's house. <laughs> yeah, it's it so sketchy. But this is the thing, right? So you then. It's do, not really a surprise party if it's just you two. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. One person knocking at the door. <laughs> yeah. You have to have more than one person to be a surprise party. <laughs> but, and what could be more surprising than that? <laughs> but but, then, but you know, so to Tom, you growing up, so then you did yep. acting things, and then you realised that perhaps acting wasn't for you. But then, when did the comedy start setting? Yeah, because in? nobody wants, nobody wants to employ in their like hard hitting interest. Like, oh my god, we're doing this really important play. People always talk about plays being really important. I'm never sure if they are that. <laughs> and, and also, and also with plays, everyone always goes, "That was uh, really good." No one, no yeah. one's ever it's really important. <coughs> no one ever yeah. says it was a bad play. And I always come up going, "Not always, but some of the." Do time. you know one play that I saw recently, which was fantastic, was Ink. Have you seen? Did you see no, that? Apparently, that is good. It's, it was fantastic. It was, it's actually, I think, one of the best plays I've ever seen. Oh, wow. I've only seen a few, so. You've only seen three plays. Yeah, I've only seen three What were the other two? Um, school play. And, um, Everyone's seen of Mice of Men. George, browse the catcher. Yeah. So, you, so what were you going to say? So no one wanted in a... No, no one wants in their hard-hitting play in some very important place uh, the, like, 22-year-old Tom Allen with slick back hair doing an old coward impression. <laughs> Nobody wants that. I love you. Keep going back to Noel Coward. <laughs> just really wanted to be there. Well, you should have just written your own, own play. So that's basically what I did. Yeah, like, exactly. to come stand up. So I sort well, of. I just I, want to find out. I don't. I actually don't know who Noel Coward. Oh, oh Jamie. God, oh Jamie. Jamie. I'm really. I think he's. Uh, he's I think he's feigning. Uh, who is this, he? Who is? No, I'm googling. No. No Coward was an English. Playwright. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's, that's why. But his plays were very flippant and very, but you know, very much of the interwar era. Era. So they're not sort of, you know, feel very massively out of favour in the sort of after the Second World War. But you know, we're talking about somebody who was alive basically a hundred years ago. <laughs> why? So, why? why you, but it's so odd to be obsessed with someone like that. Yeah, I don't know why though. But I always was. I was always an outsider. Just didn't want to. Uh, just would rather associate with him and that world. Always saw myself in that world. Didn't want to be in the sort of current world. Just yeah, wanted to be in a, fan a fantasist, really. But, I suppose, but, but I was in a sort of escapist down. way. But but why? But what is? But what was the obsession with it? You know, if I say <clears> I was obsessed when I was a kid, I was obsessed with rugby, and it was because it kind of made me cool. You like to was... be rolling around with boys. <laughs> <and> you... <laughs> it just made I mean, me cool. Now, like people I know play rugby, and I think, gosh, that must be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you had that that obsession is odd like did you did you read his plays did you do i mean i don't i no, just heard about no, i just heard <laughs> no, i just heard about it it sounded great read his wikipedia page well there was no <laughs> there was no wikipedia there was no wikipedia then so if you like somebody somebody would have to recommend something to you and then you'd have to go to the library so i'd have to go to like bromley central library and take out like the like scripts of noel coward or like um the are you um, from bromley 
from Bromley. Oh, oh, no, no, you just, yeah, I just, just love, I, just love, library. I love going to Bromley. I love <laughs> to catch the bus all the way from all North way, London I to go, Bromley. I lived in, yeah, <laughs> I lived in Watford, <laughs> yeah. but I just loved yeah. a day out. I couldn't explain it. I just wanted to be in Drawn Bromley. To Bromley. <laughs> Bromley, which is a famously <laughs> mundane suburb. Yeah, it is so mundane. Very. I've, got, I've got a friendly list of Bromley and you sound nothing like, like No, it. I won't. <laughs> but it's where David Bowie is from. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no one talks about that. Uh, but, uh, and I don't think he even talks he, about I it. I don't think he even talks about it. <laughs> yeah. um, and in fact, apparently the, the rumour is when David Bowie knew he was dying, he took his family out round Bromley and went to the parks he went to as a child. And of course was able to talk around completely unbothered because no one was going to be like, like, oh, that man looks a bit like David Bowie. No one's even like, oh, David yeah. Bowie then. <laughs> like, <laughs> to just be, like, only in Bromley would it be like, well, of course, David Bowie would yeah. never come here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but, uh, um, yeah, so, uh, well, uh, so Bromley, yeah, so, and I just kind of would hang out in Bromley Central Library. Sometimes I borrow the scores mm. of um, the piano accompaniments of Noel Goward songs. Did you take them, them back the or did you? I'd borrow them, yeah, sometimes, mm. and I'd sometimes phone up to renew the, oh, the borrow yeah. as well. Yeah, I was like that. But, but I find it's because you then, and for people who don't know you, who haven't seen you before you do you dress in this blazer suit you dress very smart now I'm allowed yeah, yeah no one can stop me yeah, no one can <laughs> stop you and, but um, you feel comfortable wearing yeah, that yeah I do like it actually I like the idea of getting dressed up for the day do you know, it's a nice yeah, feeling to be I, like I agree. I've made an effort today I'm gonna put this on and polish my shoes well I always have a I always have a, a pretty much a uniform which I stick to and, I and, bet and, you do is and, it a series of these lovely jumpers you've yes, got on today and, 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 he loves and, and, wearing and, and, a uniform yeah. and he's like he's, he, tells, he tells his girlfriend to wear one too wear your wear your yeah. uniform Uniform. What an interesting yeah. relationship. She wears a cleaner's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Not a cleaner's. Sorry, it's so. sexy maid. Sorry, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's a lovely... Just slightly wrong. Slightly wrong <laughs> description of... Baby, can you dress as a cleaner? Can you dress as a cleaner? <laughs> Could you put on that tabard? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, just go put on the cleaners and, and get that mop out. <laughs> it's like saying like a nurse is your fancy and dressing as. <laughs> <laughs> Very sexy. Very sexy. No, no. Um... <laughs> it's like. <laughs> French maid, sure. French maid. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard going back in dresses the cleaner go, it's just not what you wanted. <laughs> Why have you got the Henry out? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember where I was going with that. But. Oh, it was that. No, your uniform is that lovely oh, yeah, so, jumper. So, so, where did you get your jumpers from, Francis? Uh, so this jumper is from actually, I think this is from Marks and Spencer's. Good choice. Uh, nice, uh, nice turn, nice thing on the shoulder. Very um, Sandhurst. Oh yeah, well, I'd imagine. Yeah. I like people to think I go. But, but, yeah, yeah. but this is the thing. Though, like more, you know, you feel comfortable. You quite like being dressed up for the day, which is such, <coughs> which is what everyone always used to. And I listened to this actually podcast with Joe Rogan where he was talking to. Um, I was about to say Lionel Richie, but it's not Lionel Richie. He's uh, Guy Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very different again. Very different. Slight, slight, very similar. Yeah. Very different. Uh, he was talking to him. He was saying, <laughs> talking to Lionel Richie. Yeah. So Lionel, oh, when you... Film, lock, <laughs> <laughs> Lionel, what was it like directing Vinnie James? <laughs> but it's the... Um, he was talking about the fact about the suit, right? And he said, Guy Richie says he loves wearing a suit. Yeah, he does wear a suit. Yeah, he wears yeah. suits. But the problem is, is he said... Uh, <laughs> The reason for the problem. <laughs> the problem with the suit is that the suit now people don't like wearing it because it represents work. 
and so therefore yeah. it's got a bad connotation in people's hearts and things like that because they so it, it's it's represents now, politicians. Well, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, no, but not 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 you're not a three piece lovely tweed suit like that because uh, Please, don't, you know the don't politicians don't wear those anymore no uh, they don't but, but you know what I mean it, it, it represents something that people kind of uh, absolutely yeah. aren't really well, bearing in mind to. I was like about 12 years old and I suddenly got really obsessed with like bowler hats yeah and I really wanted to get a I bowler think hat they, I think they should bring I them back I, just, I think they should but yeah. like <laughs> I love your obsession Me, I was I obsessed like, with bowler hats I actually I had a couple of bowler hats and I and I when I was at Edinburgh I, I drilled a hole in them put a light bulb in put a light bulb in yeah. and had, had these bowler hats around my what, and, and did you open up a did you open up some sort of trendy? No, but this shop? was before all of that. This was oh, before you all of that. that. I preceded oh. that. Yeah. Can we just? Because I, I just sorry. Dog, I, I love the fact that when I grew up, my obsession was like I had pogs. I then had football. Yeah, strippers. my brother liked all of that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my, my brother was completely normal. <laughs> yeah, and your obsession so far is so no my poor parents and bowler hats. Yes, yes, <laughs> and then top hats, which are very difficult yeah. to buy. because yeah. and I've got a big head, so I could never find one to fit. And they don't make them anymore. The fun thing about top hats is mm. they don't make them anymore. Yeah, and um. And so I'd go round like vintage clothes shops with my parents who found it disgusting and um, would try on all these hats and they were like, why do you want to dress like an old banker? Like, why would you want to dress that? I remember people wearing things like that. It was so, because to me, like there's a sort of romance of days yeah. gone by, but of course in reality, it wasn't like that. Um, and in reality, like working in an office where someone wore a bowler hat, they, I mean, they were probably a pompous prick, weren't they? Like some horrible... Yeah. But, it's a, but it's amazing because <clears throat> what you've kind of done for yourself is that you you, you, kind of, you had all these obsessions and growing up and things like that, but this has become your character in a sense this is mm. you, you it's not your character so much because this is who you are but on when you go on stage you can play off this person who you are so your content and your material is so real and true and honest and it's you on so you don't really step that much into a character well I'd, I'd be nice yeah I suppose I I'd, well I don't know I suppose yeah I realised that I was kind of strange and at times I was like oh god I'm so ashamed but then I realised if you actually own it and go towards it and you talk about all these weird things you do as a mm. kid which because everybody's done something where they feel out of place or they feel out of context um, and if, but if you own it I think people mm. go oh actually I was like that in one way they, there's an allegory yeah. with their own life or they're like oh well my cousin was like that or oh my son is like yeah. that or oh, I remember and so oh, then you feel like you fit like in that. with other people so there's all yeah there's a sort of relatable truth to it yeah, yeah the, the pa- paradox or the is it paradox or a contradiction is that um, every, everybody's an outsider mm. really they, so well, it, yeah, everyone's well, alone and feels like an outsider and yeah, but also yeah. there's that other amazing saying why fit in when we were born to stand out right and yeah, that, oh who said that yeah, I, I can't remember who said Colin that. Firth yeah Jamie Lang you're stealing Gene Hackman Gene Hackman said it repeatedly Gene Hackman before he died said it he said remember everyone (laughs) but this is the thing he's not dead I know he's not dead but literally before he died still true before he died (laughs) it is still true to say before he died (laughs) I said before I died (laughs) and I went on but the thing is that so so it must have been tricky right so you're growing up in Bromley in Bromley yeah Yeah, that's why it was tricky but also it was tricky because you didn't fit in you were confused about why you probably liked these things but you knew you liked them and mm. so and then as you said you were ashamed so was it like it must have been tough right at times yeah I think it was really um, and I think like Joe Walton said all comedy is the channel is the public channeling of a private sadness I think that's his 
Good. Um, it's depressing. And depressing, isn't it? Yeah. But I think that well, does, hilarious. But hilarious played. Um, but I think it is that sort of um, comedy does sort of come from a place of kind of that, you know. And I think actually it's about owning it, and people go, "Oh, all right, it's okay," because we, like we say, like everybody feels like it in some way. Yeah, so yeah, but you, you can go. own it. But you can own it on like now you can own it because you're in comedy and you can think that. But before mm. growing up, you can't own it because there's no avenue to to express that. Yes, that's certainly right? frustration. Yeah, and especially then, like, do you remember? I mean, I think I'm I'm 35. You're not 30. 30, yeah, I'm 30. Are you 30? 30, yeah. You're both 30. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, maybe you remember that sort of like mid to late 90s sort of like... um, Rave scene, yeah. Rave scene. (laughs) Yeah. That I was, by the way, a huge part of. And um, (laughs) if there was a party advertised on a roundabout, I was there. (laughs) I always wrote down the details, popped on a bowler hat, went down. But it, was, <laughs> it starts at 4am Okay oh, Don't forget your bowler hat <laughs> But you get away with You get away with Wearing a bowler hat At a rave Actually you? true That was probably a little Yeah um, I do think you would Yeah you would It's the only you, place you could Yeah now. they like a bit of eccentricity Don't yeah. they that, that sort of glass Yeah he's really into the party Yeah Yeah, I'm, yeah that sort of thing Yeah <laughs> Um, but, uh, but it's more like where is your bowler hat? Yeah, um, <laughs> this is a rave, on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was difficult. What was that going Because about the oh, yeah. it was a really boring time, like the like mid to late nineties. All that sort of like lad culture. Yeah. Everybody was being very laddy and, and boring. It was all about like Euro ninety six. I remember, and there was not really that much fun to be like. Mm, has anybody seen my cravat? <laughs> like, and no one was no one was on board with that. In like now, I think it's really exciting. We not into the Spice Girls or. Um, a little bit, but like that, even that felt like it was a big popular thing. Yeah. So actually, so it, wasn't, wasn't, it, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't niche enough. It wasn't, I wanted something niche. niche yeah. Yeah, but that, now I think people are allowed to explore that a bit more and that's sort of celebrated, which is great. Was it so much easier to explore because you've got the internet and you can yes, cultivate Yes, you can reach out to other people and feel like not so alone. Yeah. So you go, <laughs> so you I'm interested. reach out to your pen pal. <clears throat> Do you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd write Do you have a bowler hat? Hey. I haven't got a letter back for a while. I used to like writing letters, though. Like, yeah. uh, I like writing a letter. Yeah, letters uh, are great. Yeah, I went through a phase of writing letters. Um, the um, I go through different phases. Maybe I'll come back to it. I had some stationery made. I bet you've got stationery made, haven't you, Jamie? I've been many stationery. I went know? through a phase of doing click- calligraphy. Well, I still kind of do it. I still kind of do it. But, uh, you know, when I want to relax. But I went, I went through a really obsessive. <laughs> See, that's a, that's like what I'm describing. I went through when a, I want to relax. I did yeah. a calligraphy class. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure when you look at me, you think that guy does calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> There's that great line in Fraser. Where um, do you watch Frasier? Yeah, I love Frasier. Where the dad, like Niles, gives his dad a certificate for like some like sport he's done, <laughs> and the dad looks at it and goes, oh, "He goes, look, I, 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 look, I'm good at something." And he goes, "Oh, son, calligraphy is not really a sport." <laughs> I can get this writing on the certificate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, he's uh, yeah I think but yeah lots of people do, do these yeah. things no no and, and, and I get I get like obsessive about them for, for a period of time and then I'll and I'll do something else but then I'll ha- and then I'll like go back to them when I'm feeling like, yeah. to move when, you're, yeah. when you're feeling in, in the no when I, when I like I'm like oh, I, haven't done, I, haven't, I, <laughs> yeah. I haven't done calligraphy in a while I'm going to get and I'm missing you know, hands I've got all the equipment I still, I, still, <laughs> I still think that one of the funniest things I've heard was when we, we went to Edinburgh and we did our, oh, our yeah. show we just finished we did three days in Edinburgh and Francis's girlfriend came up and he was in the room sort of you know where stairs sort of part in a hotel and he goes oh, to the yeah. top when I went to the <laughs> oh <bottom>. yes, <laughs> yes <I've>, oh <laughs> yes I've been in I've been in a lot of hotels and I does. remember I know how the stairs split <laughs> And as Francis, we went to, I went, good night, Francis, good night to his girlfriend, Katie. And I went with my girlfriend downstairs and I heard Francis walking through and he went, 
do you want to watch sailing videos tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I was obsessed uh, with sailing at the time. I still am. Uh, a it's a lovely thing. I do you like that like Christopher Cross song? Yeah. Sailing. Uh, say, uh, sailing away, yeah. You, it's just sailing. You haven't heard it. <laughs> I, I, what the goes, I'm sailing. No, that's not the song. <laughs> that's I'm sailing by Rod Stewart. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> No, I don't know the Christopher Cross uh, one. Christopher Cross, you've got it. I said I did, but I Yeah, lied. you did. When I found you I out lied. straight away. And yeah, on that hate... One of those lies where you stand nothing to gain. <laughs> yeah, nothing. You could have just lied. <laughs> when I do those lies, I just continue through the... I push yeah. through the lie. That's your life. <laughs> <laughs> I just push on through. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, it's not true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, people in the end will go, oh, oh, all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then you just feel, yeah, like, good. Glad yeah. that you did that. Francis, we also need to have a question of the week, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love this format. Yeah, we have a very good format. Francis, let's have question of the week. Um, okay. Is it me? I think that's Francis. Come on. No, it's not me. It is. You turn your phone on silent. Oh, yes. Here we go. Um... Right. He does this every time. He like, he goes, here we are, ready. What? We can talk about something else while you're finding no, no, no. it. I, I, I'll get it. It's just I, I always have to get it out of my phone. Okay, here we go. All right. Adorable. Totally what adorable. Is, what, you might know this. Probably. What is Minnie Mouse's full name? What is Minnie Mouse's full name? Why would I know that? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're, you're the type of person to know that. Know that. <laughs> yeah. Um... Do we guess now or later? You guess now. Give it a guess. Go. Minnie Mouse. So Minnie presumably is short for something. Mm. Minogue? No. Min... Minogue. Min, yeah. Minogue Mouse. Minogue Mouse. Um, min... Charlotte. I reckon it's Charlotte. You think it's Charlotte? I think it's Charlotte, yeah. I think it is a Melanie. Melanie. All right, well, we will see you in part two. Right, Tom, are you going to stick around for part two? Oh, I guess so. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to. See you in part two. Bye. 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 